Hello, beautiful people. Alicia here. This is day two of being at peace with being at home. And today we're going to talk about managing our thoughts. And as I've been watching everything that's happening and thinking about it and thinking about what to share, I found myself thinking a lot about the stories that we tell ourselves. And there's just so much, so much power and influence in the story that we tell ourselves. I've been thinking a lot about just in the last year about how evolution as we've interpreted it has given us a story that we are on our own, that there's nothing greater, that we're just dust and we'll return to dust and this body is all that there is, this life is all that there is. And there is just a certain disempowerment and kind of a lack of hope to that. And it fosters, I'm not sure that story fosters the best in us. But then um, Neil Donald Walsh talks about our burning building moments. And he talks about how in crisis, uh, our true nature is revealed. And he talks about how our, our core, our true nature is not selfishness. It's, it's not survival. survival. Our core nature is our highest self. Like our true self is our highest self. It's goodness and compassion. It's what comes up when some emergency happens and somebody saves somebody's life and they say, how did you have the courage to do it? And they're just like, that's what, what everybody would do because that's what comes out of us. Our best is what comes out of us. That is who we truly are. So, and then all, all the, I've been researching all the spiritual teachers, the most, 100 most influential spiritual teachers that are alive today. I've been working through that list and and then learning about the ancient teachers because so many of them, you know, draw and quote and have learned from, from those who have gone before. And the, the story there that I love, the story that I think we need to learn to tell ourselves is that God is not distant and male and far outside of us. I think that that story, like the story of Judaism and Christianity and some of these other religions do like those stories, like humanity has had an evolution of our understanding of God. And those stories were useful and powerful. Like in the old Testament with Abraham, for more on this, you can read some of Rob Bell, but throughout the Bible, God was ahead of his people, drawing them ahead into a deeper, better understanding of what it meant to be human and what it looked like. Um, and then Jesus came and said, okay, but let me show you even a better way. And then I think God has continued to re reveal himself. I don't believe God's like a he per se, but it's just, it's convenient to say it that way. We'll get into terminology eventually, but just go with, go with me for now. So the stories that we tell ourselves have changed throughout history. We learned that slavery is bad. We learned that women should be treated as equal, but different. Um, just there's been so much evolution in our thought. And I, I believe that God is alive and present and with us and constantly revealing the divine to us. And there are, I see, like even before this crisis, I see so much, well, I, you, we all see so much despair and evil and suffering and depression in this world. But when you look in the right places, there's also so much goodness. There's the beauty of nature. And then there's all of those people 
that are just doing beautiful things and loving people and doing good and contributing. And we all look at those things and we all feel that hope and we feel that love and we feel ourselves lifted up. We feel spirit. So I've been thinking about, about this, this crisis, right? And I just think, this is the point that I'm getting to, it really matters the story that you tell yourself about this time, about this season, about this crisis. Are you telling yourself that you're a victim, that this is not fair, that you're scared, that you're not in control, that you need a refill on coffee or chocolate or you're just like, and all of these kinds of thoughts, these are resistance, these are a lack of, of acceptance, right? But if if you paint a picture, if you think those thoughts and entertain those thoughts and you just stack all those thoughts up in your mind, you're choosing to tell yourself a story that you're a victim. You might tell yourself a story that the government screwed up and they should have handled this differently. And like that might be true, but it really matters the way that you think about that and that you tell the way that you tell yourself a story. Um and some might find this challenging, but I just want to share real quick the story that I see that I think is exciting that I want you to consider. Um, and if you want more of this, go follow Carolyn Miss on YouTube. She's uh, putting up videos almost daily. Um, there's a lot of good people you can follow on video or Twitter. But if you look at all the spiritual teachers, those who are really attuned to spirit, and aware of a bigger picture, um, well, the scientists will tell you this was not unexpected, this was, was possible, and this was going to happen eventually. The spiritual teachers will tell you, what, what Carolyn Miss says is she says, we knew we were preparing for something. We felt it in our spirit that God was leading up to something. God has been awakening his people. God has been brought, and we're all his people but when I say his people, it means those who are awake, those who are listening. God is always speaking to all of us. And those who are listening, who have awoken to listen, will answer and will come and will be in that conversation. So she just talks about how we we have been pre being prepared for this. We're being awakened for this. God's been awakening his people to rise up and to be here for this moment. And... Yeah, I mean, the story is just that there is a bigger picture. And yeah, there's incredible pain and suffering because of this virus. There's always incredible pain and suffering because of some natural phenomenon or some sickness or the regular flu or whatever um, all the time. So I think, can we let that be a different conversation? Like, yes, there's terrible pain and suffering. And my heart absolutely breaks for those who have lost loved ones during this. But let's talk about a bigger picture. There is a bigger picture. There is a spiritual perspective that I want you to consider, which is that God is using God's spirit, the divine, incredible awesomeness that created the world and sustains us and is inside of us and not like distant, but inside of us, that God, that spirit is inviting us through this to an awakening, a new level of reality. Carolyn Miss likes to say that when, when the atomic bomb was created, that that necessitated us to go to the next level 
of spiritual growth and awakening because we needed to become people who would not use those those weapons in order to for the survival of our species, right? Like we've created something that we can't undo, that we can't fix if we if we use it. Um so yeah, the story that I see in all of this is that this and this shaking up this incredible disruption it's a beautiful spiritual opportunity. And so I just want to speak the truth into you that being at home, being quarantined, being less free to move around, I want you to look for the blessing. I want you to look for the opportunity. I want to speak the truth to you. The I want to speak grace. I want to speak grace to you, the grace to have an open mind and to be open and to, I want you to pray and ask God, ask spirit to reveal to you the lesson for you in this time. Um, two things that I think are the most incredible right now. One is that the, the way that this reveals the truth that we're all connected because we're all having the same experience. And that's just incredible. Carolyn Miss says, if there was a way that God wanted to demonstrate to us the truth that all is one, she said, this would be it. This just the way that this reveals to us how connected we are. And there's beauty in this, that, that this takes down some divides between nations, between, um, economic levels of right between like different levels of people and different um ethnic groups different races different just all the divisions it takes down all the divisions and i'm so grateful that we still live in a place where in everywhere except maybe north korea but heard a story but in everywhere like our government still value the sanctity of life and they are prioritizing life and in this in this time, we are coming back to the truth that what really matters is relationship and life. And there are all these people, there are a lot of people who won't be included in those who die because all of us choose to stay home to love those people. And all of those people, they'll get 20 more years. They'll see their grandkids. Because of, because of our collective action, like never... I've seen some of the medical professionals say that um, one guy, he was just like a scientist, but he said this like profound spiritual thing where he was just like, he was like, he was like, he's like, I've never seen such an incredible occurrence where he said, everything that I do affects you. And I think like, just like the internet, just like we're, we're all energetically connected and spiritually connected in essence. And so the... Carolyn Miss says the internet is kind of a manifestation of that truth and it makes more physically evident to us something that was already true on a deeper level, right? The way that the internet connects us energetically. So this virus, the way like this is a manifestation of the truth that was less visible and it's now it's made more visible by this, that we are so deeply intricately interconnected and that me staying home and you staying home and everybody staying home. And I've got a friend I just saw on Facebook. She's knitting um, 
masks, you know, from what Joanne Fabrics is doing a thing that's getting people to knit masks. And, and they're not as good as like the professional whatever ones, but they're great backups because they're better than nothing, right? Um, and so just, and all the goodness, all the stories, I'm going to look and make a, like a, a list or something of all some of the like good stories. There's so many amazing stories of the people who are coming together and the sports arenas who are making sure, the athletes who are making sure that the workers who aren't getting paid because the games aren't happening. Um, I'm just, I'm in awe of all the goodness and all the compassion that's being shown, um, that's bringing us all together. And just, yeah, it's just, so that's one, two points. One is the way that this is revealing our connectedness is just an incredible truth. truth. And then, I hope I didn't forget the second point. We're talking about managing our thoughts and the story we tell ourselves. Um, yeah, something about the story that we tell ourselves. So I will have to put it, I'm already at 13 minutes. I'll have to put it in the email or make it tomorrow or the next day. I don't know. Okay, well, crap. Whatever. I'll get better at this. I love you, and yeah, I love, well, I'll just do another one on the story, stories we tell ourselves. I want you, okay, so the challenge action step for today is to think about the story that you're telling yourself and pay attention to the thoughts that you're having. And whatever my second thought was, it was something about that. It was that the story that you tell yourself can be that you're a victim and this sucks and whatever, whatever, and look at the bad things. Or you can choose, instead of thinking about things from your ego and focusing on things that you're worried about, you can choose to live and to be and to think in this time from love, from your soul, from your spirit, from your highest self. And so I just want you to think about what's the story. I told you some of my story. What's the story that you want to tell yourself? that is going to guide your thoughts. And so then when you have, so then the, the, the theme of, of these videos is basically to work on your relationship with yourself, to become aware of, of, of the wrestling of the tension of the dialogue between the, the two selves, the, the two parts of, of your being. Um, and to just be aware of that conversation and to start managing your thoughts and paying attention to what you're thinking and ask yourself what story you're telling yourself that all those thoughts are coming from. And then I just want to challenge you to consider changing, changing that story and then choosing to align your thoughts with a new story. And that story can be, you know, that this is a reboot, that this is awakening, that this is a fresh start, that this is an opportunity for people to come together, that this is a, you know, somewhat of a, of a media detox or more of an activity detox. It's a sports detox. I saw somebody talking about like, well, will sports ever be the same? Will it be good for us to have this break and to be able to come back from a fresh perspective and assess like what has sports become in our lives? Is it too much of a crutch? Is it this or that? How can we, I think there's an incredible opportunity to, get back to a fresh slate and well, two things. There's the opportunity to come back 
and see things with fresh eyes and reassess and come back to things fresh. But I think even before that, I, I don't know how long uh, we're going to be in this kind of, of state, but I just want to encourage you to cultivate the story that there is purpose in this season and that there is something that, that there is a spirit inside of you that wants to speak to you and that there is a, a higher power that is watching over us and that you can be at peace in the season and allow yourself to, to slow down. It's really emotional with my hands. You can't see, um, to slow down and to be open to what you can receive from a season of slowing down and your ego is going to resist that. I know that. And, and that's, that's part of my goal with this, this course is to help you to ease the resistance and to help you to accept and embrace and, and understand what this opportunity is and why you feel conflicted about it. Um, and just open your eyes so that you can see, see this opportunity and so that you can really mindfully consider and pay attention and craft your own inner world and your response to what is happening. So, yeah, that's enough for today. I love you. I love you. All my love. Be at peace. Um, I pray for grace and mercy and peace and comfort. Um, amen. All right. I'll see you in the next one.